Greetings. Welcome to Community Spotlight, where we share news that you can use. The news can be in the form of information, education, or entertainment. We are a weekly program that airs here at WKDU 91.7 FM in Philadelphia, or you can stream us worldwide at wkdu.org slash listen now, or use any of the other many radio streaming services. I am Sherry Pennington. I am the creator and the host of Community Spotlight. And we thank you for joining us here today. Today, we have with us a, a new, newly crowned Miss Black America. Her name is Ashley Marie Wyatt. She, Myatt, I'm sorry. She's a veterinarian technician who believes that every gift and talent is established within each and every person for serving and inspiring others. And she also endeavors um, to complete her studies in veterinary medicine and one day own her own hospital. In her spare time, she enjoys reading, singing, and hanging, hanging out with her family and friends. On December 16th, 2023, Ashley was crowned as the 55th anniversary Miss Black America Queen. And Ashley, we welcome you and thank you for joining us today on Community Spotlight. Thank you so much for your warm welcome. And uh, I'm so excited and glad to be here on your show today. Yes, we're, we're glad to have you. And so I attended uh, that contest for those that are listening. And I got to see some of the talents of Miss Ashley Myatt. But however, I want you to share with our listeners a bit more about your background and what led you to compete for Miss Black America. Yeah, so I am from Detroit, Michigan. I am not, I was never a pageant girl. So hmm. I got into it because I really, really wanted to model. And so I kind of took the pageant route to try to get into modeling. My first pageant was in Australia. I represented Western Australia for Miss Multiverse, wow. uh, where I, I made top 10. Uh, but I wanted to model and I'm 5'3", so I'm a bit short. Uh, for the modeling world. But I just thought if I could get in somehow, um, that would be the way that I would do it. So that's how I ended up in my first pageant. And then to kind of phase out of modeling and really, really get serious about the pageant world. Um, I'm just overjoyed with emotion seeing that I was crowned this year's Miss Black America. What's interesting? Well, yes, we saw you strutting your stuff, Miss Lee. <laughs> <laughs> and she put it down. Okay. Um, so that's very interesting. How did you get to be Miss Australia? What how's that? Yes. Yeah, so I attended Murdoch University. It's in Western Australia. I went there for vet school. What? And I went during yes, I went during COVID, unfortunately. I got there two weeks before COVID hit. And so I was in vet school one year and then they closed down the program, oh. but I was stuck, but I was stuck in Australia uh -huh. because they closed down the borders. So I couldn't get home. And so I was just looking for things to do in my spare time. Okay. And so that's why I was trying to model for people and model for different brands, things like that. And it was really hard for me to get in. Um, and so I saw pageants come up and I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. And so I was able to represent Western Australia in in the nationals for Miss Multiverse. So 
that's, that's how I ended up in Australia. Interesting and bold. <laughs> yeah. So you traveled all the way to Australia. You were by yourself or did you have family there? No, I was by myself. And that's an interesting route to take to go to veterinarian school. What, what, it is. What, about, what was it about this school that made you go that far? So the way their program is set up, it's a bit different than here in the States. And so they have a five-year program, but it consists of your undergrad year and your vet school year put together. Okay. Unlike here in the States where you have to do all of undergrad and then you have to get into vet school and then it's four years for vet school. And I majored in pre-vet, but it was pre-vet, pre-dental, pre-med. It was, it was so broad that when it was time for me to go to vet school, I realized I didn't have a lot of the core animal science classes that I needed for me to be successful in vet school. So I was like, Australia would be a great place because it's only one extra year and I will be able to learn all of the core things that I need before getting into vet school. So that's why I chose that school. Okay. On a side note, how was Australia? It was so beautiful. Um, I didn't get to really explore. Like I said, I got there two weeks before COVID. <laughs> so I didn't get to really enjoy everything, but it's such a beautiful place, beautiful people. Um, I had an amazing time there. I was there for two and a half years. I came in contact with people that I hold dear to my heart and that I will be in contact with for the rest of my life. Um, so I, like I said, I really enjoyed my time. Okay. So you came back to the States and finished your studies, I'm assuming? So I did not finish my studies just yet. Um, applying in vet school in the States, you have to, the only way you can transfer is if you have completed two years. And because I only completed one year, then I had to restart my application process. And so I applied for this year to get into vet school. And then I won Miss Black America. <laughs> so I have to put my application on hold a year, but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for when that gets up and going again. Okay. All right. So tell me again about the winning moment for you. I know you said you were overwhelmed, but what was going through your mind the moment that you were crowned Miss Black America? So I'm going to be completely honest. The moment that I was crowned, I was such in shock. And that's why I said I was so overwhelmed because the way the pageant was set up is everything was in categories, right? And so the way I won three of the categories before even becoming crowned, I was still like so overwhelmed with emotions from the three, me winning the three categories that by the time I got crowned, it was just, it was almost unbelievable. <laughs> I'll say that. I mean, I was extremely happy. I was extremely overjoyed, but I think it, it took me such a long time to process it because I was still processing the fact that I won three out of the five categories. And what were those three categories? Yes. Yeah, so I won the talent portion, swim, and projection portion, which are the three main categories in the pageant. And tell us again. So we know the swim, of course, that's the swimsuit contest. And you're telling mm -hmm. me about your talent and projection. Yeah, so the projection portion is how well you enunciate, how well you're able to answer a question that's given, and how precisely it's answered. And so 
I won that portion. And then the talent portion, I did a monologue from Fences. I did the Viola Davis part. Um, and so, like I said, I won that that category as well. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. Well, that was excellent. So in your Thank opinion, you. how, port how important is representation in pageants like Miss Black America for young Black and brown girls? Yes, I think it's extremely important. I, like I said, I was never a pageant girl growing up, but I think as a little girl, I would have loved to see someone my skin color exhibiting black beauty. Most girls, even me growing up, I struggled in how I looked. So I was dark skin, I had eczema, and so I was kind of a little blotchy on my body. And so I really struggled with my confidence and I really struggled with thinking that I was beautiful. And even though my mother was gorgeous, I didn't have any other really representation outside of my family seeing Black beauty on display. So I think it's so important for little Black and brown girls to see us on display, to see our beauty on display, to see that you are beautiful. And I think it's so important that they see that because it will really help them boost up their confidence. It will really help them just feel better about themselves. And like I said, I think it's really important because that's not something I had growing up. Okay. And I wish that for every little girl. So when you say seen as beautiful, just exactly what do you mean by seen as beautiful? We just, the culture is getting better. But when I was growing up, you know, being a little browner or something wasn't wasn't cute. Mm -hmm. It's like you had to be light-skinned for you to be considered cute. And so I was a little brown girl. And so growing up, in Detroit and not being light skin, I struggle with it because I didn't, I didn't think being brown was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And to see that people do actually think that being brown was beautiful. I think little girls need that. They need that boost of confidence. Okay. So you're talking so, about so the physical appearance. Um, and I guess all that does affect your self-confidence and your self-esteem. Absolutely. And sometimes you need to see it from different outlets because my mother would tell me I was beautiful all the time, but I felt like she had to. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Because she was my mother. So I felt like she was biased. She had to tell me I was beautiful because she was my mother. But I don't, I don't feel like, or my father would tell me as well. Like my father would be like, oh, you're so beautiful. And like, I didn't believe him. I'm like, you're my dad. You're just telling me that because yeah. you have to. Right. And so I didn't see it on display. And I feel like if I had, I wouldn't have struggled so much as a little girl I and I wouldn't have been teeter tottering about whether I was beautiful or not. Very good. So what happened in the beginning of the process? What was that process like in applying for, uh, to be a contestant in Miss Black America? Yeah. So I applied a while ago. So <laughs> let me see if I can remember all the details, but it's basically an application that you have to fill out. That's how you originally start. Right. Um, and for me, I didn't have a, we didn't host a Miss Black America, Michigan. And so I didn't have an opportunity to win that title to go on to the nationals. So that was one step, step excuse me, that I kind of skipped over. Um, 
but I know there was an application process. And then after you hear back from the application process, you have to send in all this information, like your pictures and videos of your walk and things like that. And then you're selected okay. if they choose to select you. Mm -hmm. I was curious, is there any sort of mentoring that happens prior to the actual pageant? And let me say the reason why I'm asking that, I had the opportunity to interview uh, the prior Miss Black America, mm -hmm. Gabrielle. And, you know, and looking at you and all the former ones that I met during the actual pageant, everyone just exudes such confidence, um, mm -hmm. such personality. It's, it's as though you guys went through some sort of training and, uh, you know, hold your head high or whatever. <laughs> yes. You know, it's a very positive portrayal. Mm -hmm. so. Yes. Yeah, so there are normally coaches that help you through the process to get you to winning the, a pageant. Okay. Um, they teach you how to walk. They teach you how to properly talk and all the things that you need to be a successful queen. Okay. I had some help from some friends in Australia from when I attended that pageant there. So they were able, able to help and guide me. I didn't really have any help here just because my work schedule was a little bit hectic, but I just kind of used my training from that and applied it to this pageant here. Very good. Also, I know that everyone has to have some sort of platform that they mm -hmm. advocate for during the competition. So what was your plans and what are your plans for promoting it during your reign? Yeah. So I, I kind of had two platforms. Uh, they both kind of coincide with each other. But my first platform was advocating for animal compassion for large breed dogs, uh, particularly pit bulls, bullies, oh. things like that. I am a lover <laughs> of pit bulls. And um, so I really love to advocate for the compassion for those kinds of breeds. My second platform was showing younger brown skin, black skin girls uh, to enter the animal medicine, the animal sciences. Okay. It's not, it's not an area where we're often seen. And I just want to advocate for little girls to let them know that, that it is possible. Um, black women are some of the most compassionate, most caring women on the planet. And I definitely do think we need to be seen in these areas. Mm -hmm. And animal science is so broad. Like there's so many different areas you can go to. You don't have to necessarily be at an animal hospital handling, but there's research and there's all these medical things that we can get into. And I don't think that we maybe know that mm -hmm. uh, because growing up in a black household <laughs> and black culture in general, Black people weren't really taught to take care of animals. They weren't really taught to take them to the vet okay, or get them the proper animal care. And so I truly believe that's not why we're seeing a whole bunch in this field. But I would I would really love to change that. Interesting. Yeah, my my girlfriend's daughter is actually a veterinarian. And nice. Very, very happy. She treats all types of animals. Yes. Um, and do you have a pit bull yourself? I currently have a bully. Okay. <laughs> um, she's 70 pounds of all muscle. Oh um, and her, her name is Grace. 
and uh, I love her dearly. <laughs> She's like my child. Hey, I was watching, uh, I guess, World News Tonight or one of those shows, and they were just mm -hmm. singing the praises of how all the animals have been adopted at the end of the year. And <laughs> yes. I'm like, so where I live, honey, you can come here. Um, they have <laughs> animal park and everything. It's a fight for who gets on the elevator first, the dog or me. But <laughs> well, good luck, with, good luck with all of that for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let's go on to talk about some of the challenges that you faced on your journey to becoming Miss Black America. My challenges. If you had any, maybe you didn't. Yes. So my biggest challenge was picking my talent, if you can believe it. Okay. Um, so you, most times during pageant, most times people, the girls will dance or they'll sing or play an instrument, things like that. Yes. Which I can sing a little bit and I don't really play an instrument anymore, but I don't, I didn't feel like I did it well enough to compete in a pageant. And so I really struggle with what talent I was actually going to do. And I actually didn't pick my talent till maybe two to four weeks before the pageant, oh. which is, yes, which is so crazy. Right. Um, but it was my mother. My mother was like, you minored in theater you should do a monologue. She's like, you used to do those so amazing. So it was my mother who actually helped me pick my talent, but I really struggled with picking that. That was probably mm -hmm. the hardest thing. And then of course, finding, finding the dress <laughs> to oh, yeah. be crowned in. Um, I also struggled with that, but my talent was probably number one on that list. Gotcha. And your mother helped you through that. That's great. She did. She did. And so, it, and the crazy part was I won that category. So we yep. have to give flowers to my mother. <laughs> yes. And did you have any particular role models, even though I know you weren't, you know, that wasn't your aim to be mm -hmm. a pageant girl. Uh, who who would you say are your role models in terms of just the Black women or anybody in particular? Yeah. So for this particular pageant, as in, in experienced pageant life, I didn't have any role models in that sense. Um, because I wasn't really looking in that lane. I was looking more in the modeling lane. Um, so me entering the pageant, I didn't have a pageant role model. But as, as far as life, um, my role models are go-getters because just any Black woman who's a go-getter, because it's so hard for us to take a stand in so many areas. And so... Beauty pageants are, are more just are more than just the face, right? You have to have the confidence, the personality. You have to exude that go-getter attitude. And so I was with an amazing group of women. Um, and so what I will say is they were who I looked up to during that week of pageant week. Um they're like my sisters now and I'm so grateful for them and I'm so grateful that they were in my corner and I was in their corner to be able to help each other out on this journey. And that is a beautiful thing. So it's Mrs. Uh, Black America 
how are you going to engage the community? You know, I, I don't know what the forecast looks like for the future. Do you mm -hmm. have like a monthly set of a, a monthly agenda or yearly agenda? And I guess in fulfilling that, how do you plan to help engage, uh, like I said, the community, especially for black and brown people? Yeah. So they are getting a calendar together. Um, I've only been in the rain three about three weeks now, and we're just passing Christmas and New Year's. So they are getting everything together for me to be able to fulfill whatever duties that I need to fulfill. But I am already working on a few things to help uplift the community. Um, what I really, really, what I'm working on currently is writing a children's book. And so I want to be able to see myself and my dog it's going to be me about me and my dog <laughs> um and so little other brown girls can see me in a book and just talking about I don't want to give you all of it but just talking about how you can do it how you can make it how you can be who you need to be in this life and so I'm excited to be able to start writing that so that that can be an example for little girls in the community and we are, my family's also working on something called the Myatt Foundation, um, where we would love to help young Black men and women in low-income communities who want to be creative in the arts. And so we're working on grants for that. Um, and I'm so excited to help my family get that underway. Um, and I am sure that my ring will help push it even further. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So what else do I want to ask you about? Um, I guess so you remain in Detroit, of course. So did you yes. get lots of prizes? I know you got flowers and a crown, beautiful crown. Uh, would you get any type of compensation in general? The What types of things? What are the perks of being in Miss Black America? Yeah, so you get a, a a prize package that comes with a few things. Uh, most people don't know, but pageants are really, really into education. And most of the times you get scholarships for school. And so I definitely did receive a scholarship um, for Pan-African Studies uh, for a school in Philadelphia. So I'm excited about that. And there was just little other little prizes that came in the package as well. Sorry, I was going to ask you what, so that's where I am in Philadelphia. Nice. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you going to go to that school? Or? So for me, it will be online. Online. So okay. I won't physically attend, okay. but I will, I will be there on video call. For Pan-African Studies. Mm -hmm. What school is that? I would need to double check. They were okay. throwing so many things at <laughs> so many things okay. at me at one time. But I remember that that will be the major. Okay, Pan African Studies. Mm -hmm. Well, we definitely more of us need to really understand our history and our relationships um, to our African ancestry and people across the globe for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. To understand that we, you know, we really are one, even though we're spread out. We come from one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how has participating, um, I guess, in winning really impacted you personally? 
I think the love that I've been shown has been astounding. Um, I mean, even just walking through the airport, I didn't wear my crown through the airport, um, but I had it in a case and people are so genuinely happy oh, wow. for me that I was like, I'm really overjoyed with emotion that strangers are so happy for me and they're you know, asking me about my platform and, and what I'm going to do and things like that. They're holding me accountable. Um, and so it's just really great. Like I said, it's really been a short three weeks. <laughs> it seems like I so know, much longer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so much longer, but yeah, the outpour of love has just been really amazing. Absolutely. And that, that has changed my life in just these couple of weeks alone. I'm happy to hear that. So let me just let the audience know that we are speaking with Miss Ashley Myatt. She is the 55th crowned Miss Black America, recently just won that. Actually, we have yet to see it aired. I know it was filmed, and that's often how things happen in all mm -hmm. the award shows. And so that'll be coming up sometimes in February. So, mm -hmm. so we want our audience to check out, look out for Miss uh Ashley Myatt. Ashley, what message would you like to share with our listeners, especially um, young people who may be inspired by your achievement? Yeah, I would like to share that. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. When one door closes, there will always be another one that will open. And so don't get discouraged on this journey. Keep your head, head, your head held up high yes. and exude confidence and everything will work out. I love that message. And looking beyond your reign as Miss Black America, I know that, and you already kind of answered this question, this one that I wrote down to ask you, what are your aspirations for the future? And I know you said, I guess you want to continue to get your doctors in veterinary medicine. Yes, yes, yes. So the goal is to get my doctorate degree in veterinary medicine. Uh, but my overall goal is to own my own animal hospital. Oh, And so wow. it's been a goal of mine since I was a young child. And uh, it's now a part of my Miss Black America plan. At first, it was the only plan. Um, and and now it has some help. So that that's my my goal and aspirations. I would really love to open up a fully functioning one-stop shop animal hospital. Wow. That's a big one. And I wish you well. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, you know, you've done a, quite a bit of things in that uh, veterinary arena already. So mm -hmm. don't give up. Keep it going, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. So in our remaining couple of minutes, uh, my final question to you, you know, we are community spotlight and kind of community oriented. Well, it's not kind of, we are community oriented and always likes to leave a message that the community can think about or some kind of way benefit from or just use. So with that okay. being said, is there any one uh, other particular passion that you have that you would uh, like to express to us besides the, the passion for animals, what other things or what other community focused issue would you like to make a comment on? 
Yeah, so any I do a social lot of issue. Any social issues for social you. issue. Mm-hmm. So let me see. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let no, 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 you're okay. okay. <laughs> you're okay. I just uh, want to think about it for a second. Uh, a social issue that I would like to talk about. Okay, so I'm going to switch it up just a little bit. I don't okay. have a social issue maybe that I would really love to talk about. Mm-hmm. But I have a quote. I have a quote um, that my father always tells me that I also tell a lot of young people that I come in contact with. Okay. Um, and he says to me all the time, whether you do something or nothing, tomorrow is still coming. Mm-hmm. And I tell young people that to jumpstart them to start their passion, to start what they love to do, to jump out on faith, to do something that they want to do. Because if you don't do it, tomorrow's still going to come regardless. That's right. So you have to try. So whether you do something or nothing, tomorrow is still coming. Okay. All right. I heard that. And so we'd like to really thank uh, Ashley Myatt again, newly crowned Miss Black America, the 55th. That's quite a bit of years that this pageant yeah. has been on. And we really appreciate you taking time out of your getting ready to be even busier schedule. <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's it's yes. absolutely been a pleasure. Again, you are listening to Community Spotlight here at WKDU 91.7 FM in Philadelphia. And if you have news that you think the community can use, by all means, hit us up at uh, WKDU.org, attention, community spotlight. So we like to say to everyone, as we kick off this new year, be peaceful, go in peace, stay in peace, and put the guns down.